When you look into Discover Student Loans, what you see might surprise you. We can help cover your college costs, don't charge you fees, and give you cash rewards for good grades. Ready to apply? Visit discoverstudentloans.com. Limitations apply. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network. Broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. The X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio Show or endorsed in any manner by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, the Exxon Broadcast Network, its affiliated networks, stations, employees, or advertisers. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. I was in my early 40s With a lot of life before me When a moment came that stopped me on a dime I spent most of the next days Looking at the x-rays and Talking about the options And talking about sweet time I asked him when it sank in this might really be the real end How's it hit you when you get that kind of news? Man, what you do? And he said I went skydiving I went Rocky Mountain climbing I went 2.7 seconds On a bull named Blue Mansion And I looked deeper And I spoke sweeter And I And he said, someday I hope you get the chance to live like you were dying. And welcome back to the Exxon, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell. We're coming to you from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. If you would like to uh, send me an email, exxon at exxonradiotv.com on all social media sites. uh, It's just uh, exxonradiotv. And our website, here we go at the www.exxonradiotv.com. My guest this hour is Candice Talmadge, and Candice is an inner shift specialist, and she's been a professional writer since 1976. She has been a syndicated political columnist and written full-time or freelance for major print and online media. She takes clients to meet their guides and writes a speculative fiction series under the pen name C.L. Tamlidge, as well as nonfiction about emotional and spiritual healing. Her website, www.candistalmage.com. And Candace, welcome back to the Exxon. Great having you with us. Well, thank you for inviting me back, Rob. I'm very glad to be your guest today. You know, Candace, you, you perform a very important 
uh, part of life. It's a part of life that most people really don't want to talk about. And of course, we're talking about death. And uh, you're one of the authors of a fascinating book entitled The Afterlife Healing Circle. You wrote it with um, Jana L. Simmons. And I was wondering if you could tell our listeners about that book. Well, that book grew out of my experiences um, with Jenna when she was um, counseling and teaching classes full time. Mm -hmm. And sometimes her clients or family members of her clients would say, look, um, I'm grieving the death of X, mm-hmm. you know, some, some person, a friend, a family member, sure. a, a parent or a child or whatever. And they just couldn't, um, they couldn't get any relief or help from other approaches, you know, from, from counseling or psychiatry or psychotherapy. I mean, that was certainly the case with, with the woman I'll call Clara in mm-hmm. our book. Um, she had tried for 20 years by the time we worked with her to resolve the death of her mother. Wow, 20 years. And she just, she just couldn't. I mean, she'd had psychiatry at, with world-famous psychiatrists. She'd gone to psychotherapy. Mm-hmm. Nothing seemed to help. And um, Jana found out about that because her daughter was taking one of Jana's classes, and Jana right. told her, the daughter, well, I can do this for you. I can do a healing circle. And uh, so the daughter suggested it or talked to it with her mother, and Clara told us, as, as soon as I heard what it was, I knew that was what I needed. And so we, we, that was my first healing circle, and it, was, it just knocked my socks off. It was the most beautiful experience. All right, Candace, you and I have to take a short break. We'll be right back. Exxon Nation, Candace Talmadge is our special guest. www.candacetalmadge.com. And... Uh, When we come back from the other side of this commercial break, we'll talk more about the Afterlife Healing Circle and much more. This is the Exxon. I am Rob McConnell. This is a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. It's a place where fact is fiction and fiction, well, the majority of times, is stranger than fact. www.exxonradiotv.com is our website, and if you'd like to see all the great programming we have available for you on the Exxon Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the X-Zone Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. President of a new cancer foundation focusing on evidence-based physical, mental, and spiritual interventions, including natural cancer cures, prayer, meditation, affirmations, nutrition, 
and other related holistic cancer prevention and cure modalities. These are used in cancer education, research, and financing care. I ask for your help to continue this important work by donating at www.holisticcancerfoundation.com. Hello, I'm Pete Marsh. With my daughter Justina, we will be presenting the new radio show, Too Good to Be True. If something seems too good to be true, it usually is. But with the help of Justina's amazing gifts, we're going to gain insight into questions that don't yet have complete answers. Have you wondered who built Stonehenge and for what reason? Why are crop circles found in the same region as Stonehenge and elsewhere? Are crop circles a hoax or are they created with technologies that we have little knowledge of? Who built the pyramids in Egypt and also in other countries? How and why were they built? Was the Titanic switched with the Britannic as part of a gigantic insurance fraud or for more insidious reasons? What caused the Tunguska event when trees were flattened over an 800 square mile area in Siberia? Will the new insights be too good to be true? Well, that will depend on what you are prepared to believe. Please join us as we start on this journey together. For more information on Too Good To Be True, visit www.xzbn.net. Little children aren't the only ones afraid of the dark. Millions of soldiers return from war zones with PTSD, anger, frustration, fear, and loneliness, much of which surfaces during the darkness of the night. You have the chance to change the lives of these American heroes. Songs and Stories for Soldiers.us provides free MP3 players for these men and women. With a list of 3 million songs in 16 different styles, 100,000 audiobooks, and 30,000 old-time radio programs, every veteran can find something to soothe and comfort them at no cost. All our players contain an 8-hour audio program designed to help veterans fall asleep. With 1,500-plus vets now participating, it's our goal to deliver 10,000 audio players this year. Go to our website at songsandstoriesforsoldiers.us. Help us help a veteran make it through the night. Explanation, uh, Candace Talmadge is our special guest, uh, www.thehealingcirclebook.com. How did you, you know, where did your interest in, you know, contacting the dead come from? Well, uh, it sort of grew out of my um, own inability to believe that this was all there is, mm-hmm. all right? Uh, I didn't accept that you live only once. I mean, I know all that stuff, and I just don't agree with it. And I was always open to the possibility that there was some sort of life or existence after the physical body dies. I didn't know what it was, and I still don't claim to be an expert on the afterlife because I believe that there are as many existences in the afterlife, in fact, even more existences, than there are ways to live on this earth. So I, you know, I had my own need for healing, and um, I found Jana, because when, when, just as when the student is ready, the, the teacher appears, just when the, the, the patient is ready, the healer appears, and Jana came into my life, and she did some very deep healing for me that we call Sunon therapy. And it opened me up to the possibility of having lived more than once because I explored many of my past lives and got a lot of healing out of that. So I, I you know, this is the process, plus starting to attend and participate in healing circles. Um, this is, uh, you know, what led me to... It's more than a belief. I mean, I can't 
prove it to anybody, but for me, it's a reality that that definitely something survives the physical body. Is there any proof of that? Well, that's the whole point. There are a a number of studies, especially out of the University of Arizona, Dr. Gary E. Schwartz, who is seriously overeducated. He's got an MD, a PhD, and he's a professor of several disciplines um, at the university. And he has done what he calls the afterlife experiments. And by any rational standard, it proves the existence of something beyond the physical body. But, Rob, people are going to believe what they want to believe. And I'm not here to try to force them to believe. So all I can say is start following the experiments, and I think you'll be be quite shocked. (laughs) But why is... Why is all this experimentation and scientific work being done by only one doctor and not not universities and uh, and research centers around the world? Well, there is Rupert Sheldrake in the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, Dr. Sheldrake uh, has been doing this for decades, even before Dr. Schwartz. And he has come up with the concept of morphic fields, which is an energy field that precedes the existence of anything physical, not just a physical human body, but a rock or a tree or anything, all right? There is an energy body that surrounds it. He calls them morphic fields. And so Dr. Sheldrake definitely believes in in an existence beyond the physical. And, of course, he's been busy, uh, you know, driving his colleagues in the scientific community crazy. Mm -hmm. But as I emailed him um, not long ago, I told him, well, you know, for all it's worth, You've got one person here in the peanut gallery cheering you on, okay? Um, Because it's going to take people with that kind of credentials and clout to bring the scientific community, you know, get their head out of the sand and start looking at evidence that is just as valid as any other scientific evidence, but they choose not to accept it because it doesn't comport with their determination that the world is merely physical all right yeah i I understand that and and i i can appreciate that but what's this what's the problem with science staying out of this matter and letting people believe what they want to believe why do why does science have to go out and outwardly try to prove that you know you don't go to heaven when you die that religions and different religious philosophies over the years have been lying to you basically why not just leave things the way they are and let people on both sides of the fence believe what they want to believe? Well, I'm all for that, mm-hmm. and I I don't think as science is currently... See, the scientific method doesn't prove anything. It's set up to disprove a theory. Mm-hmm. You have to develop a hypothesis, and then you have to test it, which is fine, but it doesn't really lend itself to doing anything that involves something that you can't materially measure or reduce to its Mm -hmm. smallest possible component. I mean, look at what uh, physicists have tried to do for years, you know, reduce the atom to its smallest possible component, and then what we get is uh, strings and particles, all right? And quantum physicists are probably the the branch of science that is most out there, okay, in understanding that there is a relationship not only between matter and energy, but matter, energy, consciousness, and love. That's E equals MC squared. And the problem with, with uh, for us is that Einstein didn't realize that there was an awful lot more to that equation. So... I think that science always has the imperative, well, I have to explain it. I have to understand. But you have to understand that's a mental body prerogative. Mm -hmm. The mental body thinks that it has to figure things out. Meanwhile, the emotional part of us, the emotional, the feeling body, is over there laughing her ass off because she knows that the only way you will accept the existence and know the existence of something beyond the physical is not with a physical tool, with a tool that is is a feeling and intuitive tool. And that's where the emotional and the spiritual half of our being comes in. Um, The mental body and the physical body will never figure this out. But the emotional and spiritual body can lead us intuitively and in a feeling way to the connection that we're seeking and that that greater reality, however you choose to define it. 
All right, but if somebody, let's say their their mom or dad has passed, and they in their heart of hearts have been able to get over the grief because they believe that their mom or their dad is in heaven looking down at them, walking with Jesus or whoever, what right does science have to deliberately go out there and try to disprove these people wrong and to cause that grief all over again? Why does science think that it needs to play God? <laughs> well, I've always maintained that, personally, I would like science and religion mm-hmm. to, to keep on bickering myself, because that keeps the rest of us safe. It's really about the need to control and the need to be right. Well, okay, I, I, I'm I think right, at, you're wrong. I think at one time in history that's the truth, but I don't think that's true anymore. Do you? Yeah, I do, because I, I, it, it, it's the same debate in, you know, global warming. Does it exist? Is mm-hmm. it real? I mean, you can't have a reasoned discussion on that issue, because you're either, if, if you question it, you're a climate denier, you know, but that's the whole point. But isn't there, isn't, really... there, isn't there a big difference between trying to prove or disprove global climate than trying to prove or disprove that a god or a deity or a way of life or... A religious, a religious belief exists? Well, I think it's all about, again, basically trying to be right. All right? I, I really do. I think that, that science represents the rational part mm-hmm. of our being, the mental body. And the, the mental body assumes that anything that is non-rational mm-hmm. isn't as valid as something that's rational. And belief and uh, traditions... Uh, fall into the non-rational. I won't call them irrational. Mm-hmm. I'll call them non-rational. They fall into the non-rational, and they're regarded by the mental body slash scientific as suspect, precisely because they're not rational and they're not subject to measurement and um, So basically, and, uh, what, are we trying, what are we trying to do here? Protect the scientific community's reputation, or are we trying to destroy religion? I don't want to destroy either, and I don't particularly want to protect or not okay. protect the scientific community's rela- reputation. I think they'll, they're doing a really good job of it all on their own. Well, all that's, right? that's a matter I'm, of I'm just trying to I'm just trying to say that as it's currently constituted, science is a very poor tool mm-hmm. for exploring the afterlife. It requires something more, something different that science is not equipped to handle as it's presently constituted. So Maybe it will evolve, too. All right, so why investigate it at all, then? It seems that the only people that are interested are the minority who, who and don't take this wrong, who, who do not have the ability to pass the grieving stage, that they have to look for another, another explanation that the person has not passed on. They're not going to be coming back. And this, the New Age movement is directly in contrast to religious philosophies. If there is a tug-of-war these days, it's not between science and religion, it's between the New Age philosophies and religion. Well, um, I always regard religion as um, man-made. Um, but, spirituality is, is our inherent condition as created souls, but, all right? Wouldn't you say that's are, a matter of opinion, and, and your opinion may differ from other people's, but... Oh, I absolutely, yes, it is a matter of opinion, and my opinion will definitely differ from a lot of people. And I've but never, again, in, I haven't heard of ahead. anybody trying to discredit or disprove the New Age movement, and yet there are so many people within the New Age movement who are trying to dispel the religious uh, philosophies. Not really. I'm, I'm, I'm all of the opinion that... If your religious beliefs bring you comfort after a loved one has passed mm-hmm. on, that's great. But I, right? think, I think religious beliefs go way past the death cycle within a person's life. I think that a religious, a religious, religious belief is, is something that a person lives each and every day. Makes them either It makes them a good person, a caring person, a loving person. It teaches love, it teaches respect, it teaches law and order. So what's wrong with that? I don't see anything wrong with that at all. Yeah. I just don't think that I, I look at people who profess to have religious beliefs and they are anything but loving or law-abiding. Well, the right? same can be said about scientists. The same can be said about New Age practitioners. The New Age, the same Absolutely. thing can be said about anybody. Absolutely. So you're, why you're, do, you're preaching to the choir, Rob. Well, <laughs> it's, it's called being imperfect and being human. 
It's, yeah, that's right. So once again, I cannot understand the, the, the quest of certain members of the scientific community to try and discredit what other people believe just because, quote and unquote, they need to know. I think that's a shame, and I think that's an abuse of power, and I think that there's many scientists who think that they have the right to play God these days, and I disagree with it. Well, I don't think anybody has the right. I, I think the role mm-hmm. of God has already been filled. Thank you. Yeah, and exactly. I don't, think, I don't think anybody has the right to play God for any reason. Mm-hmm. So I, I would agree with you on that. I don't think scientists, I don't, I don't think an approach to life that is purely rational and limited to the physical has enough wisdom and perspective to embrace all of life, because life isn't about just the rational. It isn't about just the physical. It isn't about just the mental. It includes the emotional and the spiritual. And when we try to live out of our mental and physical bodies and be, quote-unquote, totally rational, Mm -hmm. we cut off access and we diminish fully half of who we truly are. All right, Candice, I've got to take my break. Please stand by. ExoNation will be back on the other side of this break. With the news in about six minutes, please stand by. This is the Exxon. I am Rob McConnell. Don't go away. Dreams are our personal gateways into infinite wisdom. Don't miss Shamanic Counselor and Indigenously Trained Dream Decoder, Sandra Corcoran's inspiring book, Shamanic Awakening Between the Dark and the Daylight. This remarkable work chronicles Sandra's 35 years of experience with diverse wisdom keepers and her initiations throughout the Americas and across the British Isles, Turkey, Greece, and Egypt. Sandy's knowledge of symbology, psychology, and myth influenced her dream blog and workshops. Sandy offers private tarot readings, international journeys, a meditative CD, as well as her book, Shamanic Awakening, to encourage you as you navigate this earthwalk, creating a deeper connection to yourself and all that is. Find this and more at Sandy's website, starwalkervisions.com. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. How would you like to be able to read other people's minds? Well, the next best thing is here. When you know how to read a person's name, you know how the person thinks, feels, and behaves. Each letter in our name holds a key to unlock our true essence. Our name contains both our gifts and challenges in this lifetime. Nemology Science discovers personality secrets hidden in the placement of the letters of our names, including the first and last impression people remember about us. Sharon shows us how to interpret the arrangement of letters as outlined in her book, Know the Name, Know the Person. Sharon Lynn Wyeth created Nemology Science after 18 years of research and testing her theories and has supported thousands of people around the world in understanding themselves and others better. You'll enjoy Sharon's unique teachings as she shares her system to learn the gifts behind your given birth name. Even if you don't like your birth name, there are jewels in this book. If you're thinking of changing your name, ready to name your child, or wanting to get along better with others, this is the book for you. If you'd like to improve your relationships and change your life for the better, get the book today. Know the name, know the person. Or visit www.knowthename.com. That's www.knowthename.com. Hello, I'm Justina Marsh, and with my dad, Pete, we are going to present a new show called Too Good to Be True. Together, we are aiming to discover more truths about this world and beyond. Do you have unanswered questions about the world? Do you ever wonder about aliens, conspiracy theories, or the universe? 
There are many shows discussing subjects such as pyramids or UFOs, but we want to relay this information based on our own research, including from spiritual means. Hopefully, listeners will be helped with their own beliefs and will appreciate the psychic insights that add to the previous research and information. We both look forward to sharing this insight and beginning this journey with our listeners. Visit xzbn.net for more information about when to listen. Candace Talmadge is our special guest to this hour, Exonation, www.candacealtalmadge.com, as well as www.thehealingcirclebook.com. The fact that people grief after the, after the passing of someone they love it is a normal part of life. But grief also goes into when you change your jobs, when you move, anything that is a shock to your system, your mental system, your mental being, is considered grief. Why would a person need to go outside of the family circle or their religious circle in order to get help passing the grief? Well, um... Uh, mo- many people don't mm-hmm. need to. They 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 find help there, and that's fine. But right. uh, like Clara and there are other people, it's like uh, there were two. There were parents expecting twins, Mark and Rondi, in my book, mm-hmm. and all the mental reassurance that Rondi would be fine because she was rather old to be pregnant for the first time, and she you know she was not pregnant just with one kid but with two. So, and Mark's first wife died as a result of childbirth, so he was extremely anxious, and there wasn't any way to calm him rationally. There wasn't any way to reassure him, um, you know, that, that Rondi was healthy, that mm-hmm. she's going to be fine. This is, this is just stuff that wasn't, he wasn't able and she wasn't able for a variety of reasons. It's not any failure on their part. It's just that, again, you cannot address issues and questions and feelings that are emotional and spiritual with a rational, physical approach. It doesn't work. It doesn't, there's, it's not the right tool for, if, you, if you want it, okay? So what the healing circle does is it brings the emotional and spiritual body into the process. And by doing that, by activating that part of self and giving it a prominent and valid role to play, mm-hmm. you get a healing that, is, that, that addresses all of you, not just parts. And when that happens, the healing is more complete. And they could get the reassurance that they needed that their, that their twins, who are now in their early 20s and wonderful people, are, you know, we're going to be fine, and Rondi would be fine, and everything would work out. So how does a healing circle work? Well, it's a group of about four to eight people. You really shouldn't make it any smaller or mm-hmm. any larger because it's too large and it gets a little unwieldy and too small, and you don't have enough energy to really get a good... Because energy is information, Rob. And with the healing circle, you ask for your guide's protection... Mm-hmm. Always. You always do that. You don't ever want to open yourself up to the other side without asking for protection. It's like throwing your door open at 3 in the morning and saying to anybody who's out there, hey, come on in. Um, There might be some unsavory characters that you don't want coming in. I guess it all depends on the neighborhood you live in. It all depends on the neighborhood, but you Mm. never know. So you want to be prudent, all right? So you ask for protection, and the person who is sort of facilitating the circle, the um, conductor Mm -hmm. will 
ask the invocation, ask everybody to ask for protection, and then we'll start sending a circle of energy around through the people and around. And that circle of energy literally heightens our intuitive senses so that when the soul comes into the circle, uh, we can get intuitive it will be images, it will be feelings, it'll be, it might even be words in your ears, it might be uh, just an understanding or a knowing, an awareness. But that intu- those intuitive channels will be engaged and we can have a conversation with the person who is no longer in a physical body. And it's that, it's, it's just maybe to say goodbye and I love you. That's, you know, they didn't get to do that and they really need to. Um, Clara, for example, said, I felt finally like I was able to say goodbye to my real mother, not someone who lived this facade. All right. Um, and I go into the details of what that was in the book, but the whole point is that sometimes you just need to say goodbye. And I would encourage people not to wait till their loved ones die in order to do that. Say what you need to say now, but if you don't say it or you don't express it and you feel like you just can't go on, and that's one reason, Rob, why they don't get over it eventually. It isn't that they don't have support from their religion or their family. It's that there's something left unsaid. And expression is one of the, the hallmarks and traits of the soul. It is the soul's birthright, and if you don't express and you you hold it in, it will hold you will hold on to your grief until you do. Is it possible so that the, this is the person's um, person's own reflection on the guilt they feel, and their and their it, grief is actually caused by guilt and shame? It can be, it can be, but again, somehow they need to express it. If not through a healing circle, mm-hmm. then through other, some other method. All right. The healing circle is just one method to do this, and it works really well when it works really well, but of course it's not for everybody. Why would a person go to a healing circle instead of a trained professional? Well, uh, like Clara, you can go to a trained professional, and um, depending on the trained professional's mindset, uh, that person may not accept the possibility of life after death. If that's the case, then if your issue touches on something that's, pertaining to the need to communicate with someone who's died, that avenue is pretty much shut off for you. So Not th- it seems that there's a, there's a bit of psychic phenomena in here as well as mediumship and channeling. Well, we do, when we do the healing circle, we don't have phenomena, and I, don't, I, I know it happens, mm-hmm. but to me it's just a distraction and it's not the point of the healing circle. I personally don't care about phenomena. It's kind of boring to me. What I go and participate in a circle is, is to help both the person in the physical body and the soul beyond the physical to get needed resolution. The rest of it is just stuff. Okay, so how, how do you communicate with the, with the soul, the spirit, or the entity on the other side to connect? And how does that message come through to those in the healing circle? It comes through those intuitive channels. You can call them psychic channels if you want. Mm-hmm. Visions, a knowing, an understanding, maybe words that you hear yeah. in your ear, a feeling. All of those are, there are four methods, that channels that I know of communication. Vision, understanding, know, knowing, and seeing, or feeling. There's four of them. How much and in that way... Mm-hmm. That way, with the, with the energy flowing through the circle, those, those uh, communication channels, they're spiritual communication channels that all of us have. We just ignore them. And in the circle, with that flow of energy, those channels are enhanced, and it's a lot easier to have a conversation. How much of this is the placebo effect? I couldn't tell you. And you know what? To me, it doesn't really matter. Because if someone feels better after Mm -hmm. the healing circle, if their pain lessens and they're better able to cope with their life after the loss of a loved one, I think we've got to win, whether it's placebo or quote-unquote real. But what happens in in the event that something goes wrong, that something that that is perceived to have happened or that is happening through the healing circle has an adverse effect on the person's psyche? Well, I've never had that happen. I'm, mm-hmm. I, 
wouldn't rule it out happening. But again, the, the healing circle is for a specific purpose. It, it can't get into stuff that, that really requires more extensive therapy or counseling. That's not what the healing circle is for. It's to allow people on planet Earth mm-hmm. to say goodbye to loved ones who have, have uh, died. Okay, That's I, I really under, all it does. I understand that, but if you've got a group of people in a circle and you have one of these people who is emotionally distraught, because if they weren't emotionally distraught, they wouldn't be in your circle, right? They need well, something. Wait a sec, wait a sec. They need something. They've come to this circle to try and get what they need. But let's say they're in a position and a point in their life where their grief is just overwhelming, and by the, impl- by the, by the introduction of someone who has already left and, and caused this grief coming back and leaving again. Isn't there the possibility that this may have an adverse uh, reaction to the person? Well, you're assuming that they're going to, quote-unquote, leave again. What the circle does Mm -hmm. is provide reassurance that they're never really gone, all right? I always liken death. I, I think Shakespeare had a really good description for death. He called it the undiscovered country. Think back in Shakespeare's day. If you sailed away from England to North America or South America, mm-hmm. it was almost as if you died because there was no way to have a personal conversation with you um, and letters might get there eventually after a, a period of months or years. Right. So in effect, you'd, you'd die. Well, that is exactly, look at death exactly like that. The person has moved to a new country. All right, and it's 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 further away than we can connect with on a physical basis, and yet their love and their spirit is as far as your own ability to be intuitive and claim that connection. Yeah, I I, I, what, I I like that. I like that example that you gave about Shakespeare, when people would sail off to the new world and so on and so forth. But what about the people? who experienced the death of a loved one whose body remains are in a graveyard that are just 15 minutes away from their home. There's a big difference Mm -hmm. there, isn't there? Well, yes and no. I mean, the real essence of that being is no longer in that graveyard. It is in another country, an undiscovered country, a new dimension, if you will. Well, that's that's just the, okay. I'm sorry. Just the physical remains, mm-hmm. and what the healing circle does is offer reassurance to people that they will will get the chance. Their loved one isn't gone forever, and there's no chance of reconnecting. That is what the grief really is about. But you a see, a lot of the times, a person who is part of a church group or a religious organization or philosophy is taught that. Yeah, at the mental level. They don't always feel it emotionally, and there's a huge difference. Well, I, I disagree with you there. I disagree with you. I, I know quite a few good members of the clergy who are able to get to the very heart of a person and make that positive difference. I well, that's, that's terrific, but yeah. for a lot of other people, they were brought up in religious traditions and they could never grasp them. It just didn't make emotional or spiritual sense to them. So the healing circle can make emotional and spiritual sense to a certain group of people. I guess if a person has exhausted all other venues, then the healing circle would be a place where they'd like to explore. Well, or they could just save the the hassle of going to other venues and try the healing circle first, you know? They could. (laughs) You know? They could. (laughs) could. uh, We'll talk more on the other side of this break. Exonation, Candace Talmadge is our guest. www.thehealingcirclebook.com. My name is Rob McConnell, and we'll be back wrapping up this hour here in the Exon from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. And time goes by so Hi everyone, Rob McConnell here, and I wanted to spend a moment on internet streaming. Everybody has heard about internet streaming, but not many know much about it. Did you know the internet streams just about everything? 
from new releases to old classics, TV shows, almost every show, every episode, and much more. But the question has always been, how do you do it? Well, now, thanks to the folks at 123 Ready TV, I have the answer for you. They have developed a simple program app, 123 Ready TV, that you install on your Windows PC, Android smartphone, or Android tablet that can have you streaming like a pro in less than five minutes. You truly won't believe how much is available or how easy it is to do until you try. And for a one-time cost of only $19.99, this product is a real winner. To learn more about 123 Ready TV, visit our website at www.xzbn.net. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. True healing must address four levels, physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual, for us to live joyful and productive lives. We tend to treat three of the four, leaving the spiritual languishing. If you're tired of the same dysfunctional patterns cropping up in your life, soul balancing is for you. Trixie Phelps, owner and founder of Soul Balancing, is a naturally gifted energy healer trained in numerous esoteric forms, including shamanism. Trixie has created a powerful modality that safely and effectively clears your energetic field. A soul balancing session can remove interference, heal trauma, and restore your hope. Contact Trixie for a life-changing long-distance session today, www.soulbalancing.world. There's a legend shared by many indigenous cultures of a time when the nations were cast to the four corners of the world. Each nation was given a body of sacred knowledge that held a different portion of the truth to preserve. True reality could not be known until all the nations reunited, combining the information. If a single one was missing, the world could not be reborn and darkness would prevail. The Science of Magic Radio is dedicated to reuniting the sacred knowledge. With the understanding, none of us has all the answers, but together we can open new perceptions and possibilities. Through our combined vision, the world can be reborn into a place where darkness no longer prevails. Join me, Gwilda Wiecka, and the Science of Magic daily on the Exxon Broadcast Network, xzbn.net, or visit us at thescienceofmagic.net.
Candace Talmadge is our guest this hour, Exonation, www.thehealingcirclebook.com. Candace, can you share some of the other stories that you have in your book, uh, stories of success of those who have been able to successfully communicate with those on the other side and to receive peace and harmony back in their life? Well, um, actually, I think... uh, um there's a story that is, is, you might not call it a success, but it goes to what you were talking about. Is this for you or mm-hmm. is, this, okay. is this not for you? Um, one time we had a request from a woman who wanted a healing circle, and we said, okay, let's do it. And it was, it was a successful healing circle in that we definitely connected with the soul she wanted to connect it with, and we were getting all sorts of information that she was validating and saying, yes, this is information I recognize, I recognize, mm-hmm. I know this is the soul. But unfortunately, she had an expectation. Apparently, there was some sort of event or day in their relationship that had a very special meaning for her. And what she found out in the healing circle was that it did not have the same emotional impact on that soul. And it was so it was so interesting because the soul was just kind of throwing up non-existent arms in frustration and saying, I, I don't what you I don't know what you need from me. I don't really remember that day. It just didn't have that um, that connection for me or that significance for me that it had for you. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Okay. So she was she was very very unhappy. It wasn't wow. that it wasn't a successful circle, and we didn't mm-hmm. get any information. It was just that she brought expectations to it that that poor soul could not fulfill for her. That so must it was have been a really very interesting experience. How late or is there a time length after the person has passed before the healing circle can can congregate to help mend this broken heart? I would recommend that you you give it some months at really? least. Um, one of the cues that mm-hmm. you're ready to do a healing circle and that you may actually need to, because souls on the other side often have things they want to say too. All right, it's a two way street. Um, if someone pops into your mind, you're just going along thinking about something else, and mm-hmm. then someone who has died pops into your mind for no reason whatsoever. That's kind of a cue that that soul wants to connect with you and say something. So that's when you say, oh, maybe I will do a healing circle for, for and, you know, and call this soul. And again, that's, that's a really good purpose for it. If you're the grieving one and you want to connect, um, again, using the moving to a new country analogy, mm-hmm. not only has the soul moved to a new country or dimension or plane of existence or whatever you want to use, the loss has moved you to a new space, and both of you need time to adjust. So give it six months or so, at least. You what know, happen- it depends on the person and the situation. What happens if the soul does not want to partake in the healing circle? If the soul does, I've never had that happen, but I can imagine it might happen. Uh, if that happens, then we can always do a sort of um, meditation in which we just take that person individually and um, help that person get some resolution on their own. But it's, to me, one of the amazing things about the soul is Mm -hmm. even, quote-unquote, enemies long for resolution. At the spiritual level, we get connection and we get the importance and the necessity of resolving issues and of saying things and of of freeing, because something left unsaid, Mm -hmm. you know, puts you and, and sort of, put you in the grip of that unresolved feeling around what was said or what needs to be said. And you can't move on. So being able to say it is a freeing and releasing thing, and then you can move on. You really can. It's much easier after you've done that. Many people believe in reincarnation. What happens Mm -hmm. if you try to connect with the soul and the soul has been reincarnated? Uh, You can connect with souls. Uh, even if they've been reincarnated. How do we in fact, know? a lot of the a lot of the work that I do in Sunon therapy mm-hmm. is soul to soul connection between two people who are very much in physical bodies. So that's certainly possible. But I guess once again it depends on your own personal beliefs. It depends on your personal beliefs. But you have to understand the soul is not as limited. It doesn't have the kind of 
limitations of dimension and space that the physical body does. The physical body can only occupy one place at one time. The soul can be anywhere and everywhere because it is energy, not matter. So it has a different, it has its own um, much more, it, it, it's a lot more multidimensional than the physical body. So how, is, it, how is this going to work as science investigates multiverses using quantum mechanics? And what happens then? Because at that time, the physicality of one being is not in one place, but the physicality can be in multiverses. So how does that equate into the area? the equation and the hypothesis on how the healing circle works. Wow, that's kind of over my pay grade. (laughs) Um, I don't know the answer to that. I'm hoping that as scientists explore more multiverses Mm -hmm. and grapple with the mounting evidence of, of life after death, of some kind of life, that they get a little more humble and a little wiser and get a little more willing to say maybe the material isn't all there is. Okay, that's 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 all anybody can ask of someone. All right, and it's the same on the side of religion. I uh, religions that say we're the only people with the truth. That's dangerous, in my opinion. I don't think anybody has a lock on the truth. I, I agree with you, and I think that most religions today are being very honest and open and saying that we don't have all the answers. And it's the practitioners, whether they're on the rational side or the New Age side of the world and the thought process, who say we have all the answers. They're the most deceitful people of all. And we've seen in the past where there are many channels, there are many mediums, there are many psychics who have proved to be less than ethical. So how do we know if somebody goes to a healing circle whether or not the people that they're dealing with are ethical or not? Well, uh, Jan and I don't charge for the mm-hmm. healing circles, okay? Yeah. Uh, it's one of the reasons we wrote the book, because we can't, you know, we, we cannot do healing circles for everybody, especially since we don't charge for sure. them. So you won't spend your money with mm-hmm. us. You will spend some time. No, no, what I'm saying but is I'm, I'm not talking about the, the monetary aspect. I'm talking about the, the credibility, the morals, the, the, the scruples of people, because a lot of people like five minutes of fame. And even if it's a one- or two-member audience, they get off on it. So how do we know um, that there are certain people... I'm not doubting your integrity, Candace. I've known you too long. But there are other people out there who do not have your professional ethics and and your credibility. So how how do we caution the people who are seeking healing circles that they don't fall fall trapped to some of these people who have ulterior motives. I would say that that what you do is you find a group of people who are your friends or acquaintances. There there's there's one woman in my book who mm-hmm. she many years, you know, we we talked and and many years before she and a group of about seven friends got together and they they started table tipping, although they did find that a bit limiting. But these were people she knew. They respected each other, but mm-hmm. they were curious. And curiosity is a really good, another reason, all right, as long as you're, you're prudent with it. They did table tipping, mm-hmm. and their group got to the point where they were really doing it intuitively instead of using the table. I mean, that she reali- they realized that it was just a prop, and they just started, stopped using that and just started doing things intuitively. But what they had was a group of people who knew each other and respected each other and were friends. And that was their way of getting a group together where it really was just sort of an exploration rather than anybody's five minutes of fame. Mm-hmm. So I also say respect your gut. If you get a, a vibe or a message or a feeling or an impression from this person that, yeah. that they're not trustworthy or they have an agenda, say but, no. But let's face it, Don't a person who's in this much grief and this this much emotional and mental turmoil isn't going to be thinking rationally at this time. No, and I'm not talking about thinking rationally. I'm talking about respecting the little warning signs that we often get. And yes, you're right, when they're in grief. But again, by waiting six months, the first rush of grief 
usually has subsided, and what you're left with is the stuff that you can't, the, the knots that you still can't untangle, those grief knots. So you're in a position, mm-hmm. you're better in a position to be able to say, this person, this person seems okay, or this person, now this person doesn't check out on my, on my intuitive meter, gotcha. and I'm going, to, I'm going to seek somebody else. Candace, we have to say so long for tonight. I want to thank you very much for joining us. And Exxon Nation, if you'd like to find out more about Candace and the Healing Circle, you can visit www.thehealingcirclebook.com and Candace's website is www.candacealtalmage.com. Craig, you're giving me that look. Okay, I'll say it. Beware, people. Please beware. Always seek out professional help before going to the fringe. I'll be back on the other side of this break as we continue here in the X-Zone from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. <laughs> 